This is Three Songs Pod. Full effect! Wuma. 72. Green Faust. Off so far. For Rudolph Sostum. It's a rainy day, sunshine Mike Hogan. That's right, Bob Nastanovich. From so far, this is Faust.
Look at you, Bob. Bring in the classics. Faust. Yeah, well, I'm thinking, like, you know, think about this. Like, it's 1971. You're, like, outside of Bremen, right? Bunch of dudes. Uh, Jean Hervé Perron. So uh, it's a Moroccan-born guy who's okay. still in the band. Sure. Right? Still in the band. Yeah, they're still re- they're still playing. Oh, I saw them two years ago. Yeah. In, at Mission Creek, right here in Iowa City. Huh. They had the pneumatic drill and everything, the jackhammer and... The only Zappy was still in the band. It, it, I mean, he's a fixture, the drummer. I mean, somehow that guy's. But this is a band that that signed a contract with Polydor Records somehow in 1971, and never really sold a thing. And then they went away after three or four years. After after Faust Four, like Virgin tried to do something with that, and they tried to sell everything for like really cheap, and they just kind of like disappeared for 15 years mm-hmm. right which is an interesting thing to do i mean i who knows what they were doing but like essentially i don't know what the music climate was like in the early 70s but i do know what it was like in the early 90s and their recording aesthetic would have been actually fairly similar yeah yeah and they were to, you know contemporaries of can of course and uh, right. No, there's like can and and I don't even know if they would have been a, aware of them. I mean, I know of no actual association between the two bands other than they got classified as kraut rock. Well, sure, sure. But, you know, they were both playing rock music that was kind of out there in the early 70s in Germany. And I find it hard to believe. I mean, boy, Faust was on Polydor and... You know, uh, Can was on. What were they on? Uh, they were on a major uh, label. You know, yeah. I, I find it hard to believe they might not have played with each other. They might not have been friendly with each other. But I find it hard to believe that their paths wouldn't have crossed some way or another. Oh, I'm sure, but I mean, like we would know about that. <laughs> but all, on you know, all I know is you know, Can kind of continued on. Like, Can actually, you know, became a lot more legendary. Like Faust, sure. like. Remain yeah. so obscure they went away. That's true, and 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 I think that they've they've gotten a little bit forgotten, even though they're still around and still playing. They're playing, I think, to a much more niche audience. I think the legend. Of oh Cam, yeah, totally. And like one of the one of the amazing aspects of the band is a guy that was only in the band in the early seventies, a guy named Rudolf Sosna, S O S N A Sosna, I guess. I don't know whether he died or where he went, but he wrote their three most accessible songs. Jennifer, the sad skinhead, off of Faust 4. And then he wrote that. So, like, he he was the guy that was trying to, like, maybe consciously try to, like, make listenable songs. (laughs) Who knows how it works? Right, right. I mean, I don't know. Like, I've been a part of recording sessions where you've got, like, you know, somebody who's trying to make accessible songs and somebody who's not, you know, so <laughs> you just kind of, you kind of like go with what's on the table. And and, and, uh, and together, maybe you make something brilliant. And, you know, I think that's, I, I it's funny. And maybe, maybe you wait around for 40 years for people to like actually recognize its brilliance. I don't even know. Like, I, I maybe don't. 20, like they were huge, like to us in the mid eighties. Right. Right. You know, and I don't know if I would say Pavement sounds like Faust. 
There are elements at times I think are similar, but I think it's more the aesthetic. Oh, there's no doubt about the fact. There's more there's the no aesthetic, doubt, but no doubt. Like it, slate tracks. Well, is sure. Hugely influenced. Sure. Like the the you know, I mean, she believes, which yeah, was essentially a you know, a, not a direct rip off of that song, by but highly influenced by that song. She believes uh, off of uh, slate tracks. Yeah, I, I just think the approach of like the noise and the melody together, I think, you know, I can imagine it was a huge influence. Huge. Huge. Because, like, I was doing a college radio show with Malcolmus right before he went and, you know, would have made Slay Tracks and Demolition Plot and Perfect Sound Forever. That's all he was listening to. Yeah. Can, foul, snowy. You know, can, foul, snowy, like... You couldn't even get him to do his radio show. Like he'd be in the other room, like listening to that. And Ken Ganfield, who's still teaching English in Prague, we'd be like playing whatever we wanted. He'd come over and like, you know, play an eleven-minute can song, and then then we jam out a PS. You know, we'd do like public service announcements where <laughs> he would sing, and nobody was listening. Like, why would you? I right. mean, it's between two and six in the morning in Charlottesville on Thursday night. You know, right. <laughs> that was the beauty of college radio. Absolutely, it was chaos. Absolutely. I mean, and the thing is, I was the station manager, and I was, and like, you know, we had like folk and classical and jazz and stuff, and like rock. Like, there was a huge mess to clean up all the time, and like, I just clean it up, but mostly I would just hide the instruments. <laughs> you know, behind the stacks. And then right. like when I went back there many years later and there's some great people, you know, keeping that radio station alive. And there was a guy that came in that, that try I forget his name. He, he came in there and program directed. I don't even know. It, that's way back when we're talking when I was 20. So yeah, hell, that's a long time ago, <laughs> different era of college radio, but there, it was chaos. It was right. like a, you know, my job at the time was, you know, live radio to present like a circus-like atmosphere <laughs> fair fair enough well maybe i'll go should i go off topic should should i go off script i was gonna play i was gonna play bird nest roy's but maybe i should Well, no that would have been one of the bands that we often uh, celebrated in the mid 80s for sure i'm sure i'm sure but i was i was wondering if i should play a song maybe i'll save it i'll save it i'll save it for next show i'll play I would say that like you think about like you know james mcnew from yellow tango he was a he worked in the parking lot. He had a radio show weekly. Jeff Honker, John Beers from the Happy Flowers, they were, all would have played Bird Nest Royce. Yeah, no, I would definitely play. Bird I'll, Nest I'll play the Bird so Nest Royce. Come home. I, I was going to play something that I would have played play the whole album for the show. Which uh, I, I'm, I'm amazed by what you what you're going to pick. Yeah, well, so it's hard. It's hard. I mean, Jaffa Boy. It's very hard. Jaffa Boy, I think, is probably their best-known song, and for good reason. Oh, it's a fantastic quiet, you know. song. Well, yeah, maybe, I, good maybe, reason. I, maybe I will, because you're playing... A, you, you brought three songs that all clock in over six minutes. I brought three songs that all clock in under three minutes, so maybe I'll play two. If I play two from any, it's going to be the Bird Nest Roys, but we're going to start it off with Severed Days. Well, you do the talking, I'll do the chalking. Severed Days, and then if you ask nicely, I'll play another. Okay, I'll, and this is from my people at El Recreo in Coyoacan.
So that is, I, I don't know if you know that song. It's it's maybe not as well known as some of their other songs because it's from their first EP on Flying Nun from 1985 before they did it. Well, I would have heard it. I wouldn't have heard it, you know, since then, since the yeah. late 80s. Yeah. So that's from the Whack It Down 12-inch. Ooh. Yeah, um, it's been reissued though. Cap- Captured tracks basically put out all of their stuff. So check it out, grab it. It's fantastic stuff. And that's the Dunedin sound. Yeah, like uh, screw it. I'm playing another. Here's Jaffa Boy. Yeah. Jaffa. I know very little about them. Do you know more about Bird Nest Roy's? No, I just know them. I know Dominic from 3D's. Who yeah. He's a drummer in 3D's, but he would have played bass on that. Yeah, and but he's I knew, maybe the best I mean, known. I mean, who else? Good dude, really good dude. Who else very, from that band went on to really do anything else? 
there's two guys named Ross, big and little, right? Well, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think they were just kind of like the bird nest roys, which is more than enough. I mean, it is more. It is songs. more than enough. But I mean, it's like they put out an amazing record. Now there's this record. thing like uh, now there's like this Brooklyn label, right? That puts it. Captured tracks. Captured noise. Captured tracks. Yeah, they've they've been releasing a lot of the old uh, Flying Nun stuff. What the they tw- own like part of it, or I don't know how the business works out on that. Roger from Flying Nun, great guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like you know, his wife Sharon, amazing, like. Amazing hospitality, like whenever I came in and we're near New Zealand. So, oh, I got a I got a question for you, Bob. Have you ever yeah, heard? Fire away. Have you ever heard the album Roger? I think it's called Roger Sings the Hits. No, no Ro- I've never uh, done. Yeah, I'll have to. But I imagine you can karaoke. Well, yeah, it's called Roger Sings the Hits. It's fantastic. You ever done karaoke? Uh, a little bit. Um, yeah, it's probably I already gave you this tip, right? Well, no, I don't think so. What's what's your karaoke tip? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Kenny Rogers, the gambler, dude. Okay, Just home and host, like you know, <laughs> easy. Don't do Juice Newton. Don't do Juice Newton. Don't juice. Don't do Juice Newton. Okay. Don't do Angel in the Morning, my man. No, uh, you know, have you ever heard the original of that? Yeah, what's her name again? The woman that sang that originally? I forget. I've got it. I own um, it on seven inch. Yeah, uh, that's a uh, ska or a reggae, old reggae song, right? Yeah, I bought it on seven inch somehow. After rearranging the seven inches at, I believe, I don't even, I think it's called Millennium Records in Portland. Yeah, yeah, Music Millennium. About the, yeah, about Music Millennium. About this time last year, it's, I rearranged all their seven inches because they were way out of alphabetical order. But that was just like. Joya yeah, Landis, it, that's her name. In between getting David Berman popsicles, yeah, that's well, what I did. Doesn't doesn't your uh, your buddy Malcolmus live right? He lives within like a stone's throw of Music Millennium. Yeah, he's like two hundred fifty yards away, yeah. and I was like, I just I'll just walk down the street, and but he was in Hawaii with his family. Ah, yeah. So Berman and I had the house. Berman was in the basement, and I was just doing baseball fantasy drafts. Would have been right before. <laughs> I went to work last year, which is coming right up. I'm about to go back to work, Mikey. I, I love these tangents, Bob. I, uh, I love these tangents. So we'll they go. were good to me in there. I bought some great stuff in there. Uh, it's a and great like, record shop, that's for sure. I've bought I bought it's a lot. Big of, thing. Yeah. You can like you know you can't really twist arms in there. I just pay full price, but yeah, like no. they were kind of thankful. They're in a way like I just would walk in there and um, I was amazed by the lack of organization yeah. on the top floor. Oh yeah. Yeah. They just, it's a free for all. You, you find what you find. Uh, yeah. And it's like, you know, is this thing got a price on it? I mean, who knows? So I'm going to go back to Roger sings the hits for a second. This, this was, I think it was cassette. Roger. Only. Dear old Roger. I, I think it was cassette only. I should play, we should do a show where we play all of these songs. Um, no, my songs are so endless tonight. I'll move be, on. Let's move because, on. Because no, 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 I'm just going to real quick mention Roger sings the hits was a cassette only flying nun release. That was flying nun. Artists covering flying nun artists. Amazing well, stuff. Yeah, well, you know, it's kind of like joining hands. You know, Drag City could do the same thing. I know, but Chris Knox covering the Chills, the Bats covering Look Look Blue Go Purple, Abel Tasman's covering the Clean, uh, and- Royal Trucks covering Mantis. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Mantis. After after thought yeah. of Mantis yeah. in a long time. All right, so important band. We uh, we digress because you got actually Royal Trucks have just departed um, Drag City rather controversially. 
Really? I did not know this. Yeah, they're on. I think they're on. Um, they're on that Mississippi label. What's it called? Fat Possum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. They are. Yeah, that's uh, a weird move. That's the original Drag City flagship band. That's true. It is. But you know, oh, go Neil Haggerty. You know. Talking trucks. That's right. Okay, so. Um, anyways, I'm gonna play some Mogwai because Mogwai is a band that I've had a close association with in a lot of fun ways. Um, obviously they're from Glasgow, very much a Glasgow band. And, um, one of the greatest things about this band are the personalities involved. You know, Stuart Braithwaite, who like stayed in my house at 907 central here and there. One night I was like sleeping in a chair, you know, TVG would have been mid nineties, probably late nineties on the background. And I was like sleeping in the chair and Stuart walks in. I'm like, what are you doing here, mate? You know, it's just, and he, he would have just flown over from Glasgow to Louisville. Cause like he had a, he was a, obviously like there's a, you can make like Mogwai slint comparisons, right? Sure. Yeah. I can. Fair hear enough. It. Yep. Fair enough. See okay. too, maybe. But I mean, the first show this band ever would have played out of Glasgow would have been opening up for pavement. At some place, I can't, in London. And they were nervous. They played everything way too fast. <laughs> and um, and this is off their second studio album, Come On, Die Young. In fact, this is Cody, which is Come On, Die Young, which is... There you go. Uh, is, I mean, like, this is a band that... They're formidable. They okay. are formidable, for sure. They're so big, formidable, they played Des Moines. Big so, rock band. Oh, just really fun people. Barry Burns, Dominic, just great people, you know. We'll talk about them afterwards, but play the song. Sandless. Come on, Martin, what'd you, what'd you bring your sticks for?
Sure to set a mood, huh, Bob? Yeah, the good people of Mogwai. Yeah, you know Martin Bullock, the drummer, right? Not personally, but yeah, sure. Are great. Yeah, it's, these are really good people. Yeah? Like, yeah, they're lovely to run into. Like, fantastic. Okay, like, full of laughs. But Martin, since he was like, uh, I'm going to say like two or three years old, he's had a pacemaker installed, right? Okay. And his heart, keep his heart ticking. And he had to get it replaced, I'm going to say about 10 years ago. And and it was this old, weird box. It was a pacemaker. He's a drummer in the band. And he had, he had, he had, to, have, had to have it replaced. And, they, and Mogwai auctioned it off for charity on eBay. Wow. And they, I'm going to say they got like... Uh, 2300 pounds for it and donated it all to charity and like i don't know who bought it or anything like that and martin's got a new pacemaker and thank goodness he's still with us you know and he's i don't know where he is tonight but he could be in korea playing amazing. a Mogwai show like amazing modern technology yeah. yeah and just like i was always really nervous about the old box you know I hope that the, hope the new because he's I love him. Yeah, I love him. You know, sure. Good people. Anyways, what do you got? Nice. Well, you I'm need- gonna uh, I'm gonna stay in that area. Uh, I got a band from I think they're from London, maybe from Glasgow. I don't really know. I guess they're from I think they're from both. You're playing something now, aren't you? I'm playing something current. This this album came out this year. You're playing a. You're playing the. It's a hip Brighton label, aren't you? Hip hip record, hip band. This is a band called Shopping. I don't really know much about them, but I I stumbled upon. Well, they'll this. probably be open for Magua. They might. They might. They, uh, they sound like they would be a little energetic live. Um, and I'll just play them, and then we'll talk. This is uh. There's a band called Shopping. Fat Cat Records, right? Yeah. Uh, some, yeah. No, was it Fat Cat? Yeah, maybe Fat Cat. Um, yeah, Fat Cat. N- not, Runs together. Not, not to be confused with Big Cat. Um, no, 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 not at all. No, yeah. it's Brighton. Brighton rocks. Current, um, current band. This is a band called Shopping. 
album is called The Official Body. Just came out earlier this year, last month, I think. Uh, and the band or the song. Well, is, way to keep three songs pod cool, Mike. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying. I'm I'm trying, Bob. Yeah, you're up against it over yeah, here. Uh, I'm sorta, sitting on the back porch in Iowa. You know, I'm 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 leaning on on Mr. Ghost, and he's been quiet tonight. So I, I gotta bring yeah, I gotta bring in, some shopping. Yeah. Here you go. My dad's a dancer. Is the name of this song. Dig it. What'd you think of that, Bob? Oh, I thought that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah little, I really enjoyed that. Dog face Herman's kind of action going on. Oh, it's just live action, isn't it? Must yeah. be a great live band. I and I believe your man's at the knobs. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Mr. Edwin Collins producing yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, I God. just, you know. I, you recognize I, the talent there. I stumbled upon that record and I've been digging it. That's that Rachel Ags on the guitar and vocals. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Really good stuff. Cool band. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, maybe we'll play some more stuff in the future. I'll take us back to the mid nineties. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> I'm being very self indulgent on the show with my song length, and you know, <laughs> you are. No, yeah, it's okay, apologize though. for that. You know. No, don't. No apologies necessary. Oh yeah, I'll come back with a bunch of things. Uh, think about me, like you know, I always complain about the three minute form. Right, you know? right. You're yeah, doubling. This is it. very bad. You're doubling bad up tonight times. three times. <coughs> Polvo, North Carolina. Fantastic band. Love Polvo. Love yeah. Them. So like, I went a little later because I was thinking like, we talked about Polvo when we played Mary Timoney. Sure. A few couple shows ago, 
And um, this is the original lineup. Like, and and Bob Weston. You talk about famous producers. Like, yeah. Sure. Of course, he was in Volcano Sons and and Shellac. Shellac. Mission of Burma. Mission of Burma. Yeah, he's played yeah. the late period Mission of Burma stuff right. and like. Yeah. But anyways, uh, this is about Paul though, isn't it? Exploded it is. drawing. Yeah. Classic touch and go. LP. Yeah, touch and go decided to release them. They mm-hmm. can. They're a North Carolina band, you know, and they're like it's a double album, right? Yeah, double album. It's like it's like fifty eight minutes long. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, like. I knew these guys really well. I played a bunch of shows with them, and they're great people. And um, I'm thinking to myself, what song am I going to play by this band? Okay, so this is what I stumbled upon. And, you know, and they got a little weird during this era, which is great. And just a bunch of of really good guys from North Carolina. Fast Canoes, this one, right? Yeah. All right. Thank you. 
Thanks for bringing Polvo, Bob. Because well, that's what they were doing down there in North Carolina. I I was all of you rock all the time on Three Songs Pod. I was a huge Polvo fan back in that day. Ash that, Bowie, Ash Bowie, Dave Brylowski, amazing guitar. Deep Possum, the biggest North Carolina State fan I've ever known <laughs> on the bass, and Eddie Watkins hitting a, something like a snare drum there. That was like a that's some sort of weird box tuning, Bob Weston. Yeah, amazing guitar player. Like, I don't know what he was doing with the guitar. Weird tunings. I imagine he's still humming along. Sure. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get a little update on Ash. Okay. But anyways, yeah. where are you going to take us? You can take us to blues country. I'm going to take us to blues country. I'm going to take us to a little classic stuff. Yeah, because I've indied, I've indied the hell out of this show. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Sorry about that. Sorry I, about that. You know, I added a little of my. I'm own. just happy to be sitting outside. But we're gonna, we're gonna go, we're gonna go, we're gonna strip it on down. Yeah, strip us down. Yeah, uh, Mr. John Lee Hooker, 
classic. Oh my lord! Now, now you're hitting us with I don't, the big stuff. I don't know what else needs to be said. And I'm going to go a little deeper. Yeah, no, no, nothing, nothing uh, needs to be said. I'm you got to build hundred weapons, hundred fifty weapons at your disposal. That's true. I do. I have, I have a ton. I'm not going to play one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. I'm not going to play boogie chillin'. I'm not going to play any of this, those songs that, by all means, everybody listening to this should know, should go check out. I'm actually going to go deeper and play a song that was, I would say, you know, we've done some protest <coughs> songs on here before, Bob. Um, that? We've done a few protest songs. This is, uh, this is, I think, one of the earlier protest songs. There you go. I think he... he what, are they, what is he protesting? He's protesting... Well, it's, it's another... We've done two themes. We've done, well, we've done more than two. We've done we've done protest songs. We've done Al- songs about Alabama or songs from Alabama. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he's, this one's called Birmingham Blues. Oh, here we go. 1963, Mr. John Lee Hooker. Yeah, this is a good one. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Free song spot.
John Lee. All them states. All them states. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Well, thanks for bringing the dance back in the show. I tried to take the dance right out of the three songs pod. You brought the dance back in. Maybe, uh, maybe you know, I'll, I'll end it with another John Lee. All right, send John us Lee. off, and I'll see you next time. John, John Lee's going to send us off. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, sorry about man. I'll get That's back okay. to my action. No, man, come on. No apologies. Too many necessary. long songs over here. Oh, beautiful songs. Polvo, yeah, Faust, Mogwai, no apologies needed. Well, I love those Anytime. bands. The, Me too. Faust, oh, I love Me those too. bands. Me too. Don't apologize. I'm just happy to be Don't apologize. outside. I'm, uh, I'm rocking it. Lee John Lee Hooker. This one's called Mambo Chillin'. Yeah. Second birthday. Happy birthday, Thomas. All right, my man. Thanks, everyone.